of myths and mysteries and black and white with your two hosts josh and ed first things first as always ed how you been mate uh, a lot better this week mate yeah honest, yeah <laughs> I, I had a fucking bad last week i ain't gonna go too much into it but yeah i had a shit week yeah week. and i just had no desire to do anything nah but, but it's in a way it's good that we did do that break though because if you've got no desire to do it and you force yourself to do it that's when yeah. you end up hating things yeah 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 so it was it was a good idea but nah, that's true. i do, do apologize that there wasn't one yeah. last week but i'm sorry we're here this week so it doesn't matter yeah i'll take that i'm sorry but nah, right. so hopefully now we will give you the best content that is possible yeah exactly <laughs> um this week we it is ed's specialty and we'll be talking about dragons um Shit, if you remember last season we did the, um a dragons episode with our friend Paige, and that was before she got married so which is a bit mad yeah it was Wasn't it literally like a few days before? About a couple of weeks, I think. Oh, was it? I thought it was... Oh, my bad. (laughs) Anyway, um, but obviously... But um, this week we'll be talking specifically about dragons that are based in and around the UK. Yeah. So, Ed, I've had it. Right. Well, before we get on, like I said, Josh, how you been? Yeah, not too bad. Same old, same old. Once again, I want to thank everyone that has come along for the streaming and everything. Yeah, and I'll meet... All right. Sorry. Yeah, you're right, bro. But I'm telling you now, if you don't fucking watch it, watch it. Because it's fucking brilliant, right? We At the minute, he's doing God of War. Yep. Sick. Unreal. As well, he was doing Jurassic World with dinosaurs, and I fucking love dinosaurs. It was sick. <laughs> so if you if you ain't watched it, fucking watch yeah. it. <laughs> sort yourself out. God. <laughs> fucking watch Call it. Call yourself a fan. Yeah. <laughs> For you, you, are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But no, yeah. Massive thanks to everyone that has come along and watched it. And um, normally I did do the schedule of it'd be Monday to Thursday, Eight till ten, yeah. That's completely gone out the window with this game because I love it so much. Oh, mate, it is it's a case so of good. if I've got a good couple of hours to just play that game, I will be streaming. I don't know what time it will be, so yeah. literally just keep an eye out for it. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah, no. Nah, follow sick. on the Facebook uh, page for it, MM Gaming. I will obviously post on there when I am about to go live, so you can see it. Yeah, but no. Yeah. Other than that, like I said, Ed. Take it away. Oh, I just want to say as well. I see you've, you've followed my suit. With yep. Been hanging check, around with you too much. With boy. a check shirt, you know. Yeah, boy. This is the way it is. You know, yeah, you know, boy. Like, but no, yeah. So yeah, this week we're talking about dragons, mm-hmm. and I think with our viewers, I know they're quite small, but if you could tell, I fucking love dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I've been collecting dragon models, toys, uh, figurines for all my life yeah i've always loved dragons i have to say i actually owe you and page an apology Mm -hmm. because you know last episode i said it wouldn't be cool if dragons were about yeah changed my mind ever since ever since house of the dragon come out i really want a fucking dragon so bad see i hate being right so fucking bad (sighs) page we 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 can laugh at him now so Mm -hmm. so from here page (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Dragons are sick. 
But no, yeah, if you haven't watched House of the Dragon, which for those that don't know, it is a Game of Thrones spin-off. Yeah. Uh, prequel. A lot of dragons, and it is unfucking real. What a show. And I want a dragon now so bad. You know what the bad thing is? What? I haven't seen it. Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm, just, it. I'm just saying, like, I love, fucking love dragons and everything. I haven't even watched a show that's got fucking dragons. Dragons in. in. Yeah. I think, try and work it out, there's been about eight this season. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's going to be at least another six more next season. Right. How but many seasons do you think it's going to be? Probably three, I reckon. Yeah. About three. Oh, right, fair. But no, like, what of little clips I've seen of that, it does, look, it does yeah. look very, very good. And I feel like you could watch that without ever watching Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, because obviously it's, it's based a prequel. 150-odd years beforehand. So yeah, literally, yeah. as long as you know who the Targaryens are, <clears throat> yeah. you're sorted, right, yeah, basically. That's yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, I will give that a watch at some point, but Courtney's not into it. What are you playing at, Courtney? <laughs> sort it out. You watch Twilight, but you won't watch that. <laughs> Need a reality check, woman. I'll let you fucking tell her that. <laughs> Mate, uh, I want to be known for hunting monsters, but I ain't fucking battling that. <laughs> I ain't going against my wife when it's saying shit like that. You need a reality check. I like where I'm sitting. You know what I mean? I like living. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, nah. You do you, darling. <laughs> right so yeah um so we're talking about that we're gonna be talking about dragons and if you haven't seen that episode not like the previous episode mm-hmm. we done on dragons not to worry if you don't know what a dragon is <laughs> you're a fucking idiot start. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not talking about people's mother-in-law's that i'm not even no no that sounds bad I'm not Tanya. I'm not on about that. But you know when they they say like, <laughs> oh, like some people say like, oh the fucking dragon. Of yeah. My nah. Honestly, I have, I couldn't have been blessed more with my <laughs> mother-in-law. I love my mother-in-law so much. She's absolutely diamond. I, I love her to bits. But um, a dragon is is a reptilian creature. The what a dragon is is four legs, two wings, mm-hmm. and a tail. What you see on, like, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, um, Harry Potter, they're not dragons. No. They're technically called wyverns. Because it's two it's legs. Two, two legs, two wings. Yeah. Their arms are their, are their wings. Mm-hmm. So they're technically called wyverns. Right. And then you have a species below that called a drake, mm-hmm. which is no wings but four legs. And below that, you have a worm. Right. Which I'm not talking about little fucking <laughs> little earthworm, earthworm Jim. Yeah, what you see in the fucking garden. That no, I'm not on about that. It's like a st- all in all, like a snake, right? A serpentine drag with a dragon There's, head. There is going back to House of Dragon. There is a dragon in that's very similar. It's um, mm. called Caraxes, I think. Yeah, and its name literally translates to the blood worm. Yeah, but worm is spelled W Y R M. Yeah, and that's because it's literally. You look at all the other dragons through Game of Thrones and House of Dragon, this one is just completely different. The smallest little body, granted mm. it has it is typical wyvern built with the two legs and the two wings, mm. but its neck is fucking massive. It's just so long and dainty and skinny. Yeah. It, it, it just don't look like a typical dragon. No, no. Whereas worms, they don't have wings, they don't have legs. They no. They serpentine. Yeah. More or less. Some depictions have them like with small legs, like small little tiny legs, but... A lot of time, they're more of a serpentine, yeah. serpentine creature. And before I start, I'm not going to go into George and a Dragon. 
<laughs> no, we went on that last time. Yeah, we went on that last time, and as well, it weren't even nothing to do with England. No, it, it was in Turkey. That's why I love it? it when I see people celebrate it. It's like, are you good? Well, I me, mean, I, I get it because he's like a patron saint. Yeah, I do get it, but as well, like the whole thing with the dragon, it, it was nothing to do in England. No, it, exactly. It, it was in Turkey. I think it was Turkey, weren't it, or somewhere around there? Somewhere around that region, yeah. yeah. Somewhere in Europe, just not England. So, and as as well, we've got Beowulf. Yeah, you've heard of Beowulf, but I ain't even going to mention him. But Sorry, even off. that's what Craxies looks like. Oh, that's sick. So obviously, that's great. compared that's to the other yeah. dragons, yeah, no, it looks completely sick. different. Yeah, no, no, that's quite sick. But um, but even these dragon slayers, because they're the most famous dragon slayers, Beowulf and St. George. Yeah. But even they cannot defeat all the dragons that appear in larger folklore of England, Wales, and Scotland. Mm-hmm. Many of these dragons, or worms as they are frequently called, have stories which link them with fixed locations throughout the UK. As such, a large portion of Britain's dragons are part of local folk tales that have been handed around over, down over the centuries. Mm-hmm. I've got ten, ten dragons. Right. Or worms, whatever you like to call them. The first, well, it's two of them, but the first one is red and white dragons. Big up. The red dragon that everyone knows is the patron saint of Wales. Right, yeah, with a flag and everything. <clears throat> the image of the dragon is an integral part of Welsh identity. As evidence of this, a red dragon is embla- emblazoned on the country's flag as a symbol of Welsh pride and na- nationalism. Mm-hmm. The dragon, along with with a wa- this dragon, along with a white dragon, uh, is one of the earliest examples of, Br- of British prose literature and an important collection of Welsh mythology, compiled sometime between the 12th and 13th centuries. Mm -hmm. This contains numerous tales that have become famous across the world, such as some of the earliest accounts of the Celtic leader King Arthur, Lude and Lethys, another famous tale details the important war between the Red Dragon and the invading White Dragon. So, in a way, they've done it so the red and white dragons are symbols. Yeah. The red dragons symbolise Wales, the white dragons symbolise in England. Maybe when England invaded, invaded Wales, so it's almost like a fight back yeah. sort of thing. In the so story... Explain why the Welsh and the English <coughs> fucking hate each other. I don't, I don't get it, because I've got no problem with Welsh. No, but I have to admit, no offence, but it does seem from what you see in, like, Films, stories, mythology, history, whatever. Mm. It always does seem to be a lot more one-sided. Yeah. Like the Welsh fucking despise the English. It seems like every country hates England. Well, to be fair, we were ourselves. Mm. We basically owned half the fucking planet. We're hard as fuck. (laughs) We're hard as fuck, but we're also (laughs) knob jockeys. (laughs) We are wankers. (laughs) Look at the people who run our country down, though, mate. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're the capitalism of wankers. (laughs) In the story, the far and white dragon is so fearsome that its cries cause women to miscarry. Jesus and Christ! And its mere presence is enough to kill livestock and ruin crops. Bit morbid, isn't it? <laughs> ah! Oh, oh fuck! Baby's no. gone. Ah, it's gone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. So, uh, determined to rid his kingdom of this menace. King Lud of Britain visits his brother Lefis of France in France. Lefis tells his brother to prepare a pit filled with mead and cover it with cloth. After Lud completes his task, the white dragon begins to drink from the pit and falls into a drunken stupor. 
with the monster asleep, Lud captures the dragon and imprisons it in Dinny's Emrys, a wooden hillock in Wales. Mm-hmm. One of the more com- common interpretations of this story is that the red dragon represents the native Celtic inhabitants of Britain, while the white dragon is a symbol of Germanic Anglo-Saxons who inv- began invading Britain in the 5th century. A related idea is that the white dragon is a symbol of the Saxon warlord Wartigan, while the red dragon is the flag of King Arthur's forces. Either way, London Liffey's does show a close relationship between Celtic Britain and Gaul, like today's France, mm-hmm. which may make this story origins even older than the 5th century. That's fucking mad. So, basically saying that it, it seems like they, they've done stories that there were dragons, mm. but it also seems like it's like a symbol. Yeah. Like the two dragons are symbols. Yeah, exactly. So, it's a bit of hearsay. I'll say that as more of a symbolisation. Yeah, more, more yeah, than definitely. Cre- more than actual creatures. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The second dragon I've got is the dragon of Loshi Hill. Loshi Hill. It's in Yorkshire. Big up Yoshi. Yoshi? That's a fucking Mario Kart guy. Loshi Hill. Did you like that? That was pretty good. I was, go- I was good at that one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect me to do that all the time. <laughs> the dragon of Loshi Hill is a tragic Yorkshire tale that is recounted by Reverend Thomas Parkinson in his 1888 book, Yorkshire Legends and Traditions. According to Parkinson's account, a large dragon once haunted a wooded area later known as Loshie's Hill in the parish of Stonegrave. As the dragon terrified local villagers, a brave knight named Peter Loshie decided, decided to kill the beast once and for all. Right, with that saying that, you imagine that the knight, he's, he's just lying up in bed. He woke up and he went, I'm going to go kill a dragon. <laughs> right out. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you doing today, love? I'm going to go kill a dragon. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you want some sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some of a ride, that's all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to go kill a dragon. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> While wearing a special suit of armour that features several razor blades, Loshi and a trusted dog set out to find the dragon. Why bring a dog into this? As long as the dog don't die, it's all good. Why they bring, Why bring a fucking dog into this? <laughs> Leave dogs out of it, right? They want to stay at home, they want to sit in front of the fire, they just want to li- live their best life. <laughs> Stop taking them on expeditions. <laughs> you imagine if I tried to take them bolt, she'd give me the biggest roll of her eyes. Yeah, just like... She'd Nah. Yeah, look. I'm good. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <Gotta> lay down. <laughs> what? I've got a husky, but she's so fucking lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so lazy. <laughs> Feeling confident that the night would be just another meal, the dragon wrapped itself around Loshi's armour and tries and tried to squeeze the human into eternal submission. Loshi's armour gave the dragon numerous cuts, but all of them healed quickly. Although stunned by the dragon's supernatural powers, Loshi managed to cut off pieces of the dragon's skin with his sword. His dragon then carried the pieces to Nunnington Church. Loshi and his dog managed to dismember the dragon so thoroughly they could not regenerate. Loshi was so overjoyed that he didn't realise that his face was coated in the dragon's poison. (laughs) Oh, no. Upon licking... 
Oh no! His master's face, the faithful dog ingested the poison and died. See what I mean? Don't get dogs involved! sake! <laughs> oh. In turn, the poison fumes became too much for Loshi, and he died by his by his dog's side. Good. Oh, that's quite sweet, actually. That's quite sweet, but I'm glad he died. Yeah. If a dog's dying, he has to die, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, but at least the dog didn't die on its own. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? just died in agony. <laughs> As a show of gratitude, the villagers of Stonegrave buried Loshi next to his dog in Nunnington Church, where stone engravings retell the story for all to see. So that's actually so it's still there. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, that's a place we've got to visit. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Love me a dragon story. That's right. That's right. Deep me now. Right. Fuck this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get dogs involved. involved. <laughs> Leave them out of everything. At least have a wash before you let your dog <laughs> lick your face. Just don't let let your dog lick your face. Yeah, it's licking its ass. Yeah, exactly. Thing is, oh, I, do, I still do. Oh, my dogs don't lick. I'm quite lucky with that. Yeah, but thing is, right? Magic does. Like she proper does. But bowl. If you get a lick, lick on the face from her, it's, that's like being given a million pounds. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's so like, rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could tell, like, she actually likes you. <laughs> so, I'll take it. I don't care if she's been licking her ass. <laughs> That's just worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's not, though, is it? Let's be honest. No, no it's really not. <laughs> fucking worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they meant. They didn't mean worms as in dragons. Yeah, they meant yeah, the dogs yeah. got worms. <laughs> yeah, they jested them. <laughs> we just solved it. We just solved the riddle. So all it turned out is the dog had the bad dog worms. Had worms. <laughs> and he'd been licking his ring piece and then he licked his face. That's why he died. We've just, we've just ruined <laughs> Oh, God. No, there was a fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> How long did he have the worms? They probably got to the size of dragons. <laughs> we just solved the oh. fucking ancient riddle Jesus Christ. by taking the piss. <laughs> right, what other podcast offers you this? What other podcast offers you proper deep intel? Um, proper deep, yeah, story. I can't think what the word I was going to say. My in, mind just literally in depth. That's the word. Thank you. My mind just literally had a semi-stroke, but strong. And then. Out of nowhere, we've just gone, nah, worms, and depicted the whole thing. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. What other podcast offers are that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, I, but this story actually reminds me of, um, I used to have a book. I might actually still have it somewhere. And there was a bit on dragons, mm. and I remember seeing, it was a picture, like, an uh, artist depiction of this dragon getting cut up at this, this soldier had this like, suit of armor and it had just like spikes go out everywhere yeah and you can see the drag get sliced up oh excuse me ah! <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes I have to do that what the fuck was that noise sometimes I have to do that you know what I mean? <laughs> oh fucking Elmo started <laughs> 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 right, I'm good. Yeah, you good? Yeah. Fucking piss tank, you cunt. 
<laughs> yeah, but anyway, I, I, I remember saying that, and that kind of uh, uh, flooded back. Anyway, <laughs> the third one. It's called a sockburn worm. <laughs> Who names this shit, man? Well, I guess there's a p- sockburn. It must be somewhere. Isn't it? Sock burn. Yeah, like burnt sock. <laughs> <coughs> but the sockburn worm is a wyvern. <laughs> not a dragon. This is a fucking poem, in it. Yeah, mate. Sockburn worm. Just call, call me. Call do- it a wyvern. Just call me do- Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> like I said on last podcast, I could read people's bedtime stories. <laughs> no, I'm not, Sam. I am. I will not eat my green eggs and ham. Why the fuck were they green? That's all I want to know. What the fuck you want about is what it's I want to know. It's a Dr. Seuss story. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Can you remember? They, they read it on like Daddy Daycare. Can you remember Daddy Daycare? With Eddie Murphy? Vaguely. What do you mean vaguely? I haven't seen it in years. Don't be so fucking soft. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yes. Man like the suckburn worm. It's a wyvern. Not a dragon. Although a relative of the dragon, Northern European folklore depicts wyverns as smaller creatures with the head of a dragon, the body of a snake, the wings of a bat, and two legs that protrude above a long serpentine tail. Despite being smaller than the dragons, wyverns were known for being exceptionally vicious. The sockburn worm was no different. But the thing is, right, we take the piss of the sockburn worm. If th- there was people back in this day, that, like if you said it, it was like saying Voldemort. Like, yeah. Shh, don't say his name. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Yeah. The sockburn worm. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, God. Not long after the Norman Conquest, the Sockburn Worm began terrorising the country surrounding the River Tees in County Durham. The Sockburn Worm used to use its ability to fly and its poisonous breath to wreak, hav- to wreak havoc all across the Sockburn Peninsula. Realising that... Fucking hell, Peninsula. Oh, that's a big boy word, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, don't ask me to spell it, even though it's <laughs> written out here. Realising that the Wyvern must be killed... To save the realm, a knight called Sir John Conyers. That's a cool name. Sir John Conyers? Yeah. This reminds me of Terminator. John well, Connors. John Connors, <laughs> yeah. Visited a church and offered up the life of his only son to God. Hang on, what? What the <laughs> fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Hang on now? a minute, I said that was a cool name. He's just sacrificing his son. Offered up, Offered up the life of his only son to God in preparation for the battle. A document known as the Bose Manuscript asserts that Conyers not only killed the Wyvern, but earned land and a title because of his heroism. His heroism? He offered up his son? Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> I will defeat this dragon. Here, have him. Yeah. <laughs> Just get rid of him. I can't be arsed with him anymore. Yeah, I, I want land. <laughs> <laughs> he cost me. I want land. <laughs> Take the kid. Some historians have suggested that the Sockburn Worm represents a marauding Danish warrior, while others see Conyers as a Norman knight who helped to legitimise Anglo-French rule in the northeast. Whatever the truth, the weapon that Conyers supposedly used to kill the Sockburn Worm is still on display in the Durham Cathedral. It's called the Conyers Falchion. There's another place for the list? I think. Yeah. It's a fucking machete. It's a machete! He used a machete. Jason Voorhees has been doing that on films for fucking years. And he gets a hockey mask. What the fuck are you got? You killed your son. His mum got killed. And then he got a hockey mask. Started bashing people up. Yeah. So fuck you. 
<laughs> sort yourself out. But <laughs> 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 just compared the brave knight to Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Lad, we just depicted that a dragon was a dog with worms. <laughs> no, the, do- the dog weren't a dragon. The worms were the dragon what killed the dog. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. We're just ripping apart history. Yeah, we're fucking. <laughs> we're pissing a lot of people yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is the Mester Storeworm. That just sounds like a fucking, I don't know, a lizard roaming about a supermarket. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Store. Well, no, it's S T O O R. Oh, store. That's what I said. Yeah, but oh. I meant as in store, not as in like supermarket store. Yeah, but we're English. We don't say store. store. We say shops. Store. You want anything from the store? Oh, that's weird. Located <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the far north of Scotland, the Orkney Islands, have an ancient history. That stretches all the way back to the Stone Age. During the 9th century, Orkney fell prey to numerous Viking raids Viking raids from Norway. Ultimately, the islands were settled by Scandinavians who helped to annex the islands for Norwegian and later Dano-Norwegian kings. As the Orkneys offered a way for Germanic and Celtic cultures to interact, the islands became home to unique folklore. As part of that folklore, the Mester Storeworm remains a thoroughly Orcadian tale. As the legend goes, the Mester Storeworm was a gigantic sea serpent that could wrap itself around the entire world. So it's your so Morganda. <laughs> it's the Midgard so serpent. It said folklore. It's obviously. Yeah. They brought Vikings, it over. Yeah. Told Norse. them this story, and they've just gone, your Morganda, your Morganda, your Morganda, a big snake thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Mester Storeworm. Yeah. Jormungandr. Jormungandr. Jormungandr is a better name. <clears throat> when it moved, the Mester Storeworm caused earthquakes and other natural disasters. I swear, so did Jormungandr. It is Jormungandr. Yeah. They've literally just took the sto- brought over the fucking story of Jormungandr. Pretty much, yeah. And they've just took it and called it the most pointless fucking name in history. Well. Owing to the monster's poisonous breath, and its habit of smashing ships to pieces. Most knights steered clear of the creature. One day, a powerful wizard promised the king that the sea beast could be killed if the king gave up his daughter to the wizard. He's crafty <laughs> bastard! <laughs> he, he, we see your game, brother! Yeah, we, we mate, see your we game! We see your boy! <laughs> he looked at that door and he was like, cool, I fancy oh, a bit of that. Oh, that's a bit of me, that one, yeah, brother. And they're all scared about this gigantic... Oh, that was what he called it, his old boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he meant. He was like, that'll calm the beast, Dan. That'll calm the beast. Give me your daughter. That'll fucking sort of... Nah, oh, you, you crafty oh, little bastard. Yeah, we'll fucking see right over you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not wanting to lose the do- his daughter, the king offered the entire kingdom to any brave warrior who killed the Mester Storeworm. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> at least one of them's got morals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, the thing is, he probably thought about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd probably been like, well, I don't, don't want to lose my daughter, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't want this fucking sea serpent to come and eat me. <laughs> hmm. She could have a good life. She could earn spells. Hmm. 
But then again, he might he, he's a bit of an old fucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it's a bit probably weird why he's asking specifically for my daughter. Yeah. Hmm. It's a bit, you know. <laughs> a bit of a catch twenty two, that one. <laughs> An unlikely hero emerged by the name of Assi Patel. Like some Donny from in the night garden. <laughs> Iggle Piggle, Macka Packa, and what's his name? Assy Paddle. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, no, just, got no drink to it, to be fair, <laughs> innit? <laughs> Assy Paddle, Paddle, Wattle. A slow witted farm boy who killed the dragon by guiding a ship into the dragon's stomach. So he just let it swallow him? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, so I'll have it. I'll fuck, I'm swallowed. Their assy paddle applied burning peat to the dragon's liver, which eventually caused an explosion that forever rid the world of the Mr. Storworm. <laughs> According to the legend, the dead beast did, did bring about a positive change for the ja- for the scat- dragon's scattered teeth created the Orkney Islands. All right. Bollocks. <laughs> That is total What's bollocks. Happening? What's happening right that now? That is total bollocks. Assy Paddle. So, so we got... The thing is, right, they, they haven't done this bloke, this lad, any justice. They said slow-witted, so basically they call him a thick fuck. Yeah. They say this thick fuck farm boy... <laughs> thought he could kill it, got yeah. swallowed, and thought... Oh, hang on, hang on. I swear the Bible says about... Because Jonah. Jonah gets swallowed by a whale, doesn't he? Yeah, that's not a sea serpent, is it? He oh, still yeah, was no, swallowed. Yeah. By a giant whale, yeah, and it does it in fucking Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> so so far, we've got in the night garden Donny being swallowed by a snake <laughs> because some because the king because some wizard Donny right wanted his jagged daughter. Yeah, it was like I want a bit of your daughter. I can kill it if you give me a bit of her. And he's gone, nah, bro. We'll get fucking mongoloid here to do it man like Atty Pat or whatever his name is Auntie Pat we'll get him to do, we'll get him to do it then we've had some Donny that's named after a sock Sockburn Sockburn they weren't even a worm they got chefed up with a machete yeah <laughs> we got some dog with worms <laughs> what's happening yeah, you, you make your dragons a fast. <laughs> oh, this might be my favourite episode. This is incredible. <laughs> right, next we've got the Bignor Hill dragon. Oh, okay, here we go. Right, not much is known about the Bignor Hill dragon. Its name appears only sporadically. Yeah, fucking love Bignor. In the historical record, yet few clues about the beast are quite tantalising. In the 19th century, the Gentleman's Magazine... Porno. <laughs> Definitely a fucking porno. <laughs> that is it? a dragon with a porno! <laughs> ...recorded that the local inhabitants of Bignall Hill in Arian Sussex dotted with Roman roads believed that an ancient Celtic dragon lived on top of a nearby hill. Some folktales spoke of the surrounding hills as part of being the dragon's skin fold, while others pointed out that the dragon's den was close to a ruined Roman villa. This later tale is interesting because it may highlight an interpretation of the Bignor Hill dragon of some sort of holdout from the Roman occupation of Britain, which introduced Roman religion on the island. The notion that the dragon is of Celtic origin 
likewise points to a Christian demonization of pagan practices. Although the origins of the Bignor Hill dragon are unknown, Sussex is awash in dragon tales, making it a treasure trove of dragon folklore. Mm. That's the only one so far that hasn't had a manners with it. But it really don't say anything about a dragon. (laughs) It's all about a fucking Roman villa. (laughs) Roman villa there, dragon. That's got to do with dragon, in it? It's Roman villa there. He's a fucking pagan. (laughs) They're like the pagans have guns. He's got fucking fucking dragons and that. (laughs) (laughs) What are you fucking buzzing on about? You know what I mean? This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Thing is, it annoys me because like we love dragons. Yeah, they're making them like fucking shit. <laughs> they're making them like fucking. So wank, pathetic. They <laughs> want. This is why the Chinese people hate us <laughs> because they see dragons as fucking gods. Exactly. We're seeing them as fucking worms. Anything, worms. anything but dragons. Yeah, worms that <laughs> killing dogs. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Easy to kill with a fucking machete. <laughs> Or just get swallowed by it and stick his liver full of peat. Yeah, peat. <laughs> it causes an explosion with a liver. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh dear. <laughs> right. That's five done. We've got five more. <laughs> this is brilliant. This one's called the Lyminster Nucker. <laughs> Not fucker. Nucker. <laughs> Why even that one's so funny? It just is. Lyminster, Sussex was once home to a nucker based on the old English word nickor, which means water dragon. Quite that nearly sounded dodgy though, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> N-I-C-O-R. I ain't about that, Lloyd. <laughs> so I see what they've done here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, mate. Dragon fuck we call thing it. Thing is, I get... Sea nigger. No, yeah. no, we can't say that. See, knucker. There you yeah. go. Nice one, boss. Thing, thing is, though, I get tongue tied so easily. <laughs> something's going to fucking happen. Though. And I'm, I'm shitting this fucking time. <laughs> time. <laughs> Knuckers are predominantly found in knucker holes, ponds that are present throughout Sussex. <laughs> the Lyminster knucker lived in one such knucker hole <laughs> near the major church of Lyminster. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that. What the fuck is a knucklehole? It's a pond. <laughs> I have to say it like that, otherwise I'm gonna f- I'm gonna screw up and I'm gonna say a very bad word and we're gonna get cancelled. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> the the, n- the knucker began its reign of terror by snatching away livestock. Then the water dragon began dragging away all the young girls from the village until the only maiden left was the king's daughter. Oh, how convenient. (laughs) With few options left, the king of Sussex offered his daughter (laughs) as the prize for anyone who could slay the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) So, all all the girls have been nicked. Fucking hell, my daughter's next. Tell you what, I'll get rid of her (laughs) to anybody (laughs) who can stop this dragon... From getting rid of my daughter. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> right, boy, you got a bit of paper there. Right? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
<laughs> Just give it to the fucking dragon. Yeah, you got You're going to get rid of it anyway. It. <laughs> get rid of her anyway. Just give it to the fucking dragon. <laughs> three different versions of the legend recorded three different heroes. One legend has it that a wandering knight killed the dragon before taking the princess as his wife. In another version, a local man named Jim Puttock kills the dragon by feeding it poisoned pudding. Poisoned pudding. Fucking hell. <laughs> a third version says that a man named Jim Polk slays the dragon with poisoned pudding but forgets to wash the dragon's poison off his skin and dies as a result. These competing versions merely highlight the importance of the Liminster Knucker story to Sussex folklore. St. Mary Magdalene's Church in Lyminster is still known as the home of the Slayer's Slab, a tomb that supposedly houses the bones of the man who killed the Lyminster Knucker. Cool. Right on the last bit, I nearly fucked it. <laughs> You really hope for their sake it ain't the last one. Here's oh. the grave of the guy that killed the lion the ducker. He killed it by feeding it poisonous pudding. Baby can't forgot what she That's just irony, really, isn't it? <laughs> is it, just? <coughs> oh, my days. Oh... <laughs> You're right. This is incredible. I'm getting really hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> oh, I like this. All oh. right, number seven, the Lately Worm of Spindleston Hugh. Oh. The Lately Worm of Spindleston Hugh began as a Northumbrian ballad that was passed down through song in Northern England. The story begins of the King of Northumbria who lived inside Bamber Castle with his wife and children. When the first queen died, the king took a malicious witch as his bride. This king's strong son, Child Wind, is out to sea, so there is no one in the castle who could stop the witch's evil plans. Of all the people you had chance. Well, he might have not known she was a witch. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <coughs> jealous of the beautiful princess Margaret the witch turns the young girl into a dragon the princess remains that way until child wind wind returns and kisses the dragon the prince's kiss breaks the spell which allows the prince to claim the throne as revenge child wind curses the witch and turns her into a toad it's actually Princess and the Toad. <laughs> now, the bit what gets me... Princess Margaret. Yeah. And the king's strong son, child wine. So he's a prince. Mm. He kissed the dragon. He lipsed his sister. <laughs> and and then turned her into a frog. And turned the witch into a toad. Mate, that, what is happening? That is talk about an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> that is mad, isn't it? <laughs> it's just wild. <laughs> because it's obviously Northumbria. I could just picture it. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Come here, love. Give me a lick. 
do what? <laughs> They're not fucking Geordies, are they? That's Northumbria. <laughs> Newcastle area. The, ho- the whole county, Northumbria, is Newcastle, Sunderland, County Durham, all them. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, give us your That's Tyneside. Mm-hmm. Northumbria is the whole thing. Tyneside's only Newcastle and um, Sunderland. No, Newcastle's Tyne and where? Hmm. That's Northumberland. Northumbria. Is it Northumberland or Northumbria? Northum. What well, on, on the thing? Hmm. I think it says Northumbria. Um. Yeah, Northumbria. Uh, well, where the fuck is it? <laughs> it's near Scotland. <laughs> sure, it was Newcastle. No, you looking that up? Mm. Well, I don't know. I'm not a fan. This is just one version of this classic tale. In another version, the castle is called Bambra, and the witch's curse. Is far worse. Princess Margaret becomes an uncontrollably hungry dragon and was feast upon the area livestock. However, both verses draw inspiration of the Icelandic saga of the shapeshifter Alsol and her lover Halmeter. I got fucking clear to say that. H J A L M T E R. Don't ask me. Oh. I was just trying to figure out where Northumbria is. I swear <laughs> it was Newcastle. Damn it, fucking is. Oh, keep hitting that. I'm very sorry. It's just mad because we've got a we've got a map right of, there of the great <laughs> of United Kingdom, and we still can't fucking read it. <laughs> We're meant to be fucking <laughs> investigators, monster hunters, ghost hunters. We can't even read a fucking map. Jesus H Christ. I'm so confused. They're telling me about the fucking religion. I don't want to know about the religion. That I religion? Know... Yeah. I just want to know where this place is. Me God and that. Ugh. Oh, well. If you know if, New F- if Newcastle's part of Northumbria, let us know. Hmm. Oh, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I apologise. <laughs> right. Number eight. The Mordor Ford Wyvern. Mordor. Mordor. Big up. The story of Mor. <laughs> Alright. Just because I didn't agree with Wendell Fogger, I started chucking at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. The story of Mord and the Mordor Ford Wyvern is a rather unusual legend. Set in the Herefordshire village of Mordeford. The story concerns a young girl. Why is it always girls? Young girls. Dragons are weird fucking. <laughs> <laughs> creepy bastards. <laughs> concerns a young girl named Maud. Who finds a baby wyvern while out walking one morning. Maud takes the small creature back to her home as a pet. And feeds it milk regularly. As the creature grows older, it develops a taste for human flesh and begins dining on the Mordeford villagers. 
Despite its cruelty, the wyvern remains loyal to Maud and refuses to eat her. However, even Maud can't, cannot get the wyvern to stop its killing spree. It makes its home on a nearby ridge and its constant movements back and forth create the serpent path, a twisting road that ends at a local river. Several versions of the creature's demise exist. In one, the scion of the Garston family manages to kill the beast after a fierce ambush. Another version says that a condemned criminal killed the wyvern to escape cap capital punishment. See, what I like about this story, it actually mentions a fucking dragon for a start. <laughs> it mentions a dragon, and as well, like, there's actual stories to it. Like, mm. You know what I mean? Like, with some of the others, it seems like it's more of a symbol, or it's just bollocks. Complete madness. Whereas this seems like, hmm, it's got, yeah. you know, I can understand it. You know what I mean? Do I ever think there was a wyvern? Probably not. Nah. As much as we'd like to. Probably not. We're nearly there, mate. <laughs> Number nine. The Dragon of Long Witten. For a, oh, this is Northumberland again. <laughs> Big up. For a time, the inhabitants of Long Witten, Northumberland, were barred from three holy wells. This was not because the water was poison, but rather because of a fearsome dragon. This, oh, because a fearsome dragon kept them away. A hero did not appear until a knight named Sir Guy, Earl of Warwick, accepted the task of killing the dragon. For three days, Sir Guy and the dragon fought each other. During that time, Sir Guy grew disenchanted because each cut and stab did nothing to the dragon. Once struck, the dragon simply used magic to heal its own wounds. On the third day, Sir Guy noticed that the dragon kept its tail inside one of the wells throughout the battle. Realising that the sacred waters allowed the dragon to constantly heal itself, Sir Guy persuaded the dragon to move away from the wells in from the wells entirely, thereby leaving it vulnerable. How? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Come on, dragon! Come on! He could be like <laughs> What's this? What's this? <laughs> standing quite far away, going, Your mum, yeah! <laughs> 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 Oi, prick! <laughs> Just... <laughs> Dragon's like, nah, blood. <laughs> <laughs> Once ma away from the holy waters, Sir Guy easily managed to kill the creature. More detailed versions of the story proclaim that the waters were known for their healing properties throughout Northumbria, and as such, the dragon coveted the wells for its own purposes. In some tales, the brave knight also uses a magic ointment to protect himself from the dragon's breath. Hmm. Seems like a lot of this, so instead of fire, it's poisonous breath. Yeah. Which is a, quite yeah. an interesting take on it. Because uh, didn't we say this on, on the dragon episode? That um, instead, like, people say breathe fire because of burnt victims. Mm. But couldn't, like, acid and and like poisonous breath could cause burns well yeah yeah of course i could so that makes a lot more sense than a fire breather because mm. like we said it's pretty much impossible no unless it can somehow hold like hydrogen in its throat or something yeah yeah because it was just, there was someone who um who claimed that it could happen yeah but it's very unlikely yeah exactly so very poison unlikely. sounds a lot more 
believable. Yeah, because we see it in the natural world today. Yeah. Well, a lot of times it's venom, mm. but you know. That could have been the poison. Yeah, the word venom might not have been a bad name. Do you know no, what I mean? that is very true. The last one, Josh. Here we go. This is the Worm of Linton. According to the 12th century stories from the Scottish borders, the Linton worm lived in the Worm's Den, a hill near the village of Linton in Roxburghshire. At dusk and dawn, the dragon left its den to prey upon sheep, cows and people. All the weapons used against the creature proved useless, and before long, Linton had been reduced to a wasteland. When word of the dragon reached the ears of William, or John, de Somerville, the laird of Lariston, the courageous knight decided to act. Riding north, de Somerville noticed that the dragon frequently consumed everything that stood in its way. However, when faced with something too large to swallow, the dragon would lie still with its mouth open, realising that this made the dragon vulnerable. The Somerville had a blacksmith create an iron spear with a wheel on its tip. The Somerville placed the burning peat Oh no. The Somerville placed burning peat on top of the wheel. When he journeyed inside the worm's mouth on horseback, he placed the fire inside of the dragon, creating a fatal wound. In its death throes, the little worm's thrashing body created the many hills that today populate the region. For his action, Linton Church, or Kirk, <coughs> created a carved stone to record the, the story for posterity. Oh, I'm sorry about this. Oh. <coughs> In some versions, the, lev- the death of the Linton worm occurred during the reign of King William the Lion, who ruled Scotland from 1143 until 1214. Supposedly, King William greeted the Somerville as my gallant St. George to enhance the nobleman's confidence. Also, beside the car stone in Linton Church, to to Somerville's victory is supposedly commemorated by the the Somerville coat of arms, which features a green fire-breather dragon on top of tympanum? Of the tympanum? Yeah, I think so. Not a clue. Right, if a dragon's big and it can lay with its mouth wide open, but when it dies, it creates hills. Hmm. Nothing's too big for it to fucking swallow, then, is it? Oh, no! (laughs) What the hell did it look at to go, nah? Yeah, dragon made that. (laughs) (laughs) I've never looked at a hill and thought, fuck me. (laughs) Fucking dragon made that. Have you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to now. (laughs) Every hill we see. wonder what dragon done that then. (laughs) What colour was it? (laughs) He was a big bastard, wasn't he? (laughs) Got fucking Snowden. I was going to say, that would have been one big dragon. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, fucking Ben Nevis. (laughs) Oh, tell you a lie, I've got one more dragon on here. Hey! Which is probably one of the most famous, and I'm pretty sure we mentioned it on the last one, called the Lampton Worm. Yeah, yeah, we did. The Lampton Worm, this, this famous tale from the north of England in the vicinity of the River Weir, is still an immensely popular part of local tradition. It generally tells of a young squire of Lampton who goes fishing one Sunday and is rewarded by catching a slimy, wriggling thing which he tosses into a well near the river, a which well later referred to as the Worm Well. Thinking to 
thinking it no fit fish, in time this worm grew into a mighty and fearsome beast, which terrorised the neighbourhood and stole the milk and the cattle of the country people. Grown to manhood, the squire returns from the crusades and finds his father's lands laid waste by the creature. He seeks the sage advice of an old witch who who consoles him how he might best defeat the beast whose existence he is responsible for. He eventually confronts the beast in a heroic struggle and defeats it, casting its body back into the river Weir. Although similar to the St George myth, it contains elements of the indigenous people British beliefs about rivers and holy wells that were important to our Celtic ancestors. Mm. <laughs> Why is it with dragons and milk? <laughs> Are you part dragon? <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit weird, actually. Of all the things, milk. I just love milk. Big up. Makes the oh, bones grow stronger. That was a fucking strong bit, that was. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, it's lemon, though. <laughs> right. Oh. So, what do you think, Josh? I think half of them are off their nut. Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> talking bollocks. A lot of them are talking bollocks. Let's put it that way. But what we what we even said on the last one, I think a lot of dragon myths have come from people finding fossils. Mm of dinosaurs and claim it was a dragon. Yeah, because they wouldn't have known back then what, what it was. It was. Because <coughs> um, the first... F- wasn't it Sir Richard Owen? Hang on, let me find this. If you don't know, Sir Richard Owen is probably one of the first paleontologists to be yeah. about. And he's like the godfather of of paleontology. Is it Richard Owen? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It does sound familiar. Yeah, biologist. (coughs) To be an outstanding naturalist with a remarkable gift of interpreting fossils. He he was born in 1804, Mm -hmm. right? So this is... And a lot of these are hundreds of years before that. Yeah. So... If they they probably find a fossil, and think fucking hell, this is a, this is a, a, a dragon, a yeah. beast, what hasn't long been dead because they didn't yeah. know how to age bones and everything like that. And then you had people like Richard Owen, just come and go, Brachiosaurus, bro. Whoever done his portraits done him dirty. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they done it dirty. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that was it. He probably weren't one of the first paleontologists, but he's the person who coined in the term dinosaur. Ah, because dinosaur means thunder lizard. Mm. Yeah, or te- um, terrible reptile. An outspoken critic of Charles Darwin's theory of evolution by natural selection, Owen agreed with Darwin that evolution occurred, but thought it was more complex than outlining Darwin's on the origin of species. Because I, I think one of the first things I like, because he got one of them, but he got it wrong. It was the Megalosaurus, right? 
and he made it look like a four-legged like monster like a dragon yeah kind of thing really when mm-hmm. really it was it was a theropod it was mm. two legs uh hang on let me just i'm pretty sure it was the megalosaurus uh no Oh come on! <laughs> yeah, and then and the iguanodon. Yeah, but before we get too into that, there's four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, eighteen. <coughs> there's twenty-one known dinosaurs in the British Isles. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the fucking names of him, but you got Polacanthus, yep, which is like an ankylosaurus kind mm-hmm. of re- relative. Po Proceratosaurus, yeah. which was a theropod. Which, if you watch my stream, I released a load of them. You did. Sarcosaurus, not a crocodile, but it's a dinosaur. Right. Scelidosaurus. Never heard of that one. Fecondontosaurus. More that one. Valdosaurus. Eustreptospondylus. Which is a theropod as well. Right. Hylosaurus. Which was like an ankylosaurus. Mm-hmm. Hipsi- hips don't lie at all? No. <laughs> Nearly, to be fair. <laughs> Hipsodophodon. No, I butchered that, but we're carrying on. Iguanodon. Big up. Megalosaurus. Mm-hmm. Metricanthosaurus. Yeah. Neoven- ne- Neovenator. 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 Neovenator, yeah, sounds like that. Pelo- Pelorosaurus. Pelorosaurus. Baryonyx. Big up. I love a Baryonyx, me. Beckelspinax. Camptosaurus, Cetiosaurus, Cetiosaurus, De- oh, Jesus, <laughs> Decantrius, and Eutyranus. Right, so they're f- twenty-one. I think it's per twenty-one there, but yeah. dinosaurs what are known to have lived in the British Isles. They've lived in the British Isles. Probably one of the most famous on. Well, we got three. I'd say the most famous on there. The Iguanodon, yeah. Megalosaurus, yeah. Baryonyx. Yeah. And I want to talk about Baryonyx. Big boy Bazza. Which again, I did release. Yes, you did, yeah. At least about three of them, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. Baryonyx arc. Oh, okay. For those of you that don't know what the Baryonyx is, if you've seen Jurassic World Dominion. I think it is. Mm. That's the second one in the Jurassic yeah. World, like, isn't it? It's in that. It's when um, what's her name? Claire, is it? Yeah. Claire and the nerdy Donny are in the underground well when it comes through, and then it gets hit in the head by lava and that. Oh. Don't kill it or anything. Oh, it just yeah. twats it on the head. Oh. Well, the Baryonyx 
if you don't know, it's a theropod dinosaur. And you, if you've watched this uh, podcast before, because me and Josh are massive fans of dinosaurs. Yeah, boy. Theropod dinosaurs are like your T-Rexes, your Spinosaurus, your Velociraptors. Meat-eating dinosaurs. All meat-eating dinosaurs are theropods. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And but, but then there's different groups of them. Mm. You've got like your ta- Tyrannosaurids, which is your Tyrannosaurus, uh, your Allosaurus, I think. Yeah, is Allosaurus one? No, I think Allosaurus is a carnosaur. But you've got your Tyrannosaurus. Oh, there's different ones. Uh, Tyrannosaurids, I can't think. But Tyrannosaurus is your main one. Yeah. You've got Carnosaurs, which is like your Giganotosaurus, your Carcodontosaurus, Ceratosaurus. Ceratosaurus. And you have your Spinosaurids, which are Spinosaurus, Baryonyx, Suchomimus, and Erator. Erator. I think that's how you spell it. It's one of my dinosaur books here. And they're, they're commonly Piscovals, aren't they? Huh? Fish eaters. Yeah. Piscovals. Piscovals. Again, I only know that for Jurassic World. Fucking Piscovals, boy. Oh, I've, had this. I've had this book for long. <laughs> Let's try. Piscovals. Uh, Pterosaurus, Pterosaurus, Guanodons, Carson. Aha! Cool. That was a bit mad. Jesus. It lived 125 million years ago. It was known to be a British dinosaur. Its length was 10 metres, 33 feet. Big old boy. Its diet was mainly fish and possibly carrion, which is like dead animals. Yeah. Habitat, marshy, open woodland. Uh, Baryonyx was a meat eater that walked on two legs. It had a narrow head and long snout like a crocodile. Its arms were strong and its fingers had curved claws and a long straight neck, which was unusual for big carnivores. Most had necks shaped like the letter S. Its tail was long and straight. But yeah, look at that boy. Big old boy. Big boy Bazza. Big boy Bazza. But let's say, yeah, we've got uh, other sp- spider sores. You've got Acrocanthosaurus. Is that a spider Yeah. Suchomimus, Spidosaurus, and Irritator. Yeah, it's literally what it's called. Yeah, ir- <laughs> yeah. Irritator. Oh, right. Oh, fuck it. I didn't know Acrocanthosaurus was one. Yeah. Right. Oh, this one is not the right one. <laughs> After all that. It's not the right book, but, you know, we've... We move. Yeah. And speaking of which, we've got Megalosaurus. Yep. Megalosaurus was in the Jurassic. Uh, Baryonyx was in the Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Megalosaurus is in... Because if I'm right, Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous. You've got it. That, Cretace- that's the era the dinosaurs lived through, basically. Yeah. yeah, they're the three main eras. Yeah. 
Triassic was the birth. Jurassic was like the heat, like, yeah, the big time. And Cretaceous was the end. Mm-hmm. Even though like, a lot of dinosaurs we know of, like Tyrannosaurus Rex, Triceratops, Velociraptors, oh, your common ones, they were Cretaceous. Yeah, but um, Megalosaurus was Jurassic. It was a European dinosaur, which mainly again England, mm-hmm. thirty feet long. Megalosaurus was very first was the very first dinosaur to be named. Was it actually? Yeah. In 1822. Despite this, little is known about it. No complete fossil skeletons have been found. So scientists have tried to work out its lifestyle from that of other meat eaters. They, br- they believe it was predatory. It was a predatory dinosaur that hunted herbivores such as Iguanodon. Megalosaurus might also have been a scavenger, eating flesh from an animal that is already dead, like a lion. Mm-hmm. It may have stayed in the vicinity of a kill for several days, returning to feed on the carcass. So, like most predators, really. Yeah. They ain't just going to kill one, eat a little bit, and fuck, fuck off. Fuck off, no. <coughs> Especially after how hard they work for the bloody things. Exactly. Hey, Giganotosaurus. Big up the old Giga. Oh, hang on, this book says it was bigger than T-Rex. I was going to say, I thought it was bigger. But they always say that T-Rex was actually... I think it was, like, heavier, like, larger. Yeah. I don't know. know. Weren't there. (laughs) Oh, I wish I was. They need to... Elon Musk, if you're somehow watching this, create Jurassic Park, will you? Do it. I'll work If anyone can do it, you can. If you could just supply digs, I'll work there for free. Fuck it. Yeah. To work with dinosaurs... Oh, man, how sick would that be? Yeah, I just like, you know, like in Jurassic World where he um he like does that thing with the Velociraptors. Oh like, yeah, I'll do that with Giganotosaurus. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. I'll be like, yeah, fuck you, I'm one up in you. <laughs> You've got these little bitches. <laughs> Look at my bastards. Which talking about the Velociraptors, so many people don't know, and I think we may have mentioned it on the mm. podcast before. They were not that big. No, Velociraptors were think they were about this size, three foot tall. They're about three foot tall. Yeah, so they're bigger than that. But compared to what they are in the films, yeah. nothing. What they got in, what they actually more resemble is a Denonychus. Yeah. Which still had the same claw. They look pretty much the same. Just don't sound as cool, does it? Denonychus, Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Yeah, Raptor. So, yeah, so with that, yeah, the Velociraptors were about three foot tall. They were still hunters. Mm. But they weren't. They wouldn't have been going for like bigger prey. They'd be going for like protoceratops. Yeah, things like that. And protoceratops, if you don't know, is like is like a baby version of a triceratops. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember uh, Land Before Time? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, little, the yellow one. She was a bit of a mardy fucker. Vaguely. I think she was a protoceratops. Or, or she was a baby Triceratops. I'm not too sure. <laughs> you looking up? Mm. Yeah. Uh, just so she's a little tri- uh, Triceratops. Ah, uh, probably just a young one. But she looks like a Protoceratops, yeah. to be fair. But, um... So what we get, like, linking it, like, could you imagine, like, being in, like, the 12th century, 
12th century or so. Mm-hmm. You walk along and you see a head of a baryonyx and its backbone, just its backbone. It you are like, going to think... It looks like a serpent yeah. kind of thing. You think, fuck, and now this was a worm, like a dragon. And this and this was what, of course, livestock to go missing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and Staria like, would have just took over. Yeah, and exactly. They be- became legends. And there's always that one bloke who was in the tavern he wanted a fucking good he wanted something to buy him drinks so he's told a good yarn yeah about how fucking people came and hunted dragons and yada 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 and they were buying drinks from escalated like that in reality like you said it was just a fucking baryonyx skull from very well could be i'm not saying it's impossible with the thought of worms and no but just going like on a most likely logical aspects sort yeah of thing, what it we would... know of what is been about yeah exactly and interesting as well going back to dinosaurs what you were just saying about the megalosaurus mm. had so little known about it yeah so obviously they were trying to figure out how it would have acted in that yeah they could be completely off because look how many times the fucking t-rex has changed how it acted oh so especially the um and lately the, the big one is spinosaurus yeah that fucking's changed god knows how many times like from being like it's more of a short nosed it's it's always had the same like big fin mm. but it was short nosed it was a fast hunter to being more crouched over being a fish eater yeah. to being like a quadruped yeah to being a biped but could go quadruped it's, it's changed countless times it's changed yeah it's changed so many times that just goes there. to show and they found god knows how many fossils well, of a spino I don't think uh, I'm not th- saying they found thousands. No, I'm just I, saying. I don't think that a lot of dinosaurs they have never f- fully found a, a complete set, compl- a complete skeleton. But yeah, going along that, it's like you find that one. Like we said on the, I can't remember what episode it was. Was obviously talking about dinosaurs, so it could have been literally any of them. But, um, could have been very well been the previous dragon. Episode. Yeah, but you have the you can have as much of the. Uh, fossil skeleton of a dinosaur yeah. and then that one little bit could change everything you thought you knew oh, about God, it yeah. so it just goes to show like even these people that are like it's a, not near on 100% nailed on what it's like mm. it could be completely different oh yeah and like, that's the like, sh- that's a shame really because we, we will never know no that is the sad reality of it we we can I'd like to think we will in our lifetime yeah I, I, especially of how things are going like with technology like with Elon Musk and people like that, yeah. like they're, they're, you know, we're heaps and bows ahead of everyone. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's weird. It, that, that just reminded me of um, in the Jurassic World film, because obviously so many people think what you see in Jurassic World, like fragments, say like the Spinosaurus, mm. is what it exactly looked like. No. The majority of the dinosaurs in that film looked fuck all like what they do. They did mention it. That's what I was about to get yeah. to. They said that in the first Jurassic World yeah. film. So none of them... Uh, natural they've always filled in the gaps of the dna yeah. with other animals because if their genetic code was pure they'd look many of them would look completely different well, i think they had to do that because of like the velociraptor especially yeah because of a lot i think a lot of people say like they're caught on that weren't they that like, one that it time. so it sort of took so what i'm looking for ruined the illusion of it yeah yeah because yeah. obviously you think when you first saw the first Jurassic park film no one really had a clue other than if unless it was a fucking, do you know what I mean, paleontologist or whatever, would have known exactly what a raptor would have looked like. No. So you see the raptor in the first film, you think, fucking hell, and it acts that fear aspect because it's like, that thing actually existed. Yeah. But then someone comes up and goes, nah, look nothing like that. You're like, mm. huh. So yeah. It's just a, it it's, it. it's a monster. Yeah. But like I said, there is dinosaurs what 
are said to be more like that, like um, like Donnacus, mm-hmm. Mega Raptor, uh, Utah Raptor, Raptor. That's what I was thinking of. They were ones that are more closely of that size. Yeah. Whereas like the Velociraptor, which is the most famous one because of Jurassic Park, Park. is a lot smaller. But I'm not saying they were a lot less deadly. No, of course not. It's just size. Literally yeah. just shrink it down and you would have perfect. Mm. But then it wouldn't have obviously looked as cool. You're getting chased around by a three foot fucking... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still terrifying, but compared to what it's like in the field, Oh, yeah, you'd yeah, yeah. be like, oh, yeah, come no, on. I'll get that. And it's so, like you say, with, with with the T-Rex, especially the king of the dinosaurs, yeah. for years and years and years was king of the dinosaurs. It was a ferocious meat eater. It was a, it was a horrible predator. You know, it would tear out anything from limb from limb. Then it would... Then, I think it was a uh, late 90s, early 2000s. They said, nah, it was a scavenger. Yeah. It was a scavenger. So even recently, before the... Because um, they've added it into the Jurassic World game, where they found out that, obviously, around the same time period, certain carnivores would have lived... The larger carnivores would have lived around the same sort of eras, like the brachiosaurs and, like, the big sauropods. Yeah. And so... And they've only just realised the sauropods weren't bothered with them. No. Because... They know the carnivals can't... The carnivals know they can't take the fucking massive things no. down. So it'd literally be like, they'd walk along and the T-Rex fragment sake would go this way. They'd be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't even pass. panic. No. No, no. Like you, say, like you say, they had... They're nothing to fear. The only sauropod that had predators was Argentinosaurus, which is arguably the largest sauropod. Yeah. Which is mad. Yeah. And, and it's predator with a giganotosaurus. <laughs> yeah. And it's because these fuckers hunted in packs. Packs. So and because they were massive... They could be able to take it down, where and these e- other ones they then, were they were solo. And even then, they they probably wouldn't have been able to take on a fully grown adult. It'd have been young. Yeah, they'd have been attacking young. Yeah, exactly. So for them to for them to feed, so it, it, it it's all speculation. Yeah, of course it is. It's Unless like, you were there, you're not going to know exactly. No. And the thing is, even though because obviously we're going off skeletons and all that, so we're sort of like trying to depict what it looks like. So let's say, for argument's sake, someone had a time machine, dropped us in the middle of Cretaceous period. Oh, what a, what a dream. It'd be a dream. But imagine, we could see, for argument's sake, let's say a T-Rex walk by, and it could look absolutely nothing mm. like what we think a T-Rex is. So we're not looking at that thinking, that's a T-Rex. Mm. We're looking at that thinking, what the fuck is that thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just mind-boggling. Because there's always the theories as well of like, uh, of like T-Rexes and that they actually had feathers. Yeah, yeah. So you could you imagine like because we're used to the big green greenish brown yeah from Jurassic World or Jurassic Park and then all of a sudden you get there and it's just like a very pretty <laughs> yeah it's almost <laughs> like a giant peacock yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, think, yeah what yeah <laughs> it's like that's a T Rex yeah <laughs> that's a T yeah and it's the same with Velociraptors and all and all of them yeah so, exactly a lot a lot of them they thought they did have feathers and but and I think that's only because on a couple of them they did find like a feather on them yeah but that doesn't automatically mean the feather belonged to that no but because it was in the fossil with it it kind of like makes more sense yeah yeah of course it does it, but, it is weird how they do it yeah it is weird like i like i i, I love dinosaurs like mm-hmm. yeah, like i think like when because um last week even though i had a really shit week like during the week on the saturday we went to the deep yeah like the aquarium in Hull, which if you haven't been, I do recommend. Yeah, the first bit is all like the past, like the prehistoric, mm-hmm. and honestly, I was in my element. Yeah, like naming all these different things. Like, 
even after, like, I thought to myself, well, fucking hell, I actually know more than what I've realised. Yeah. Like, the Archelon, like, which was a, this massive sea turtle. Yeah. You had, like, Mosasaurs, Pliosaurs, Plesiosaurs. They had the Megalodon jaw. Megalodon jaw. Um, oh, I was trying to think of what that fucking fish was called. It has got a massive name, that big, like, oh, skeleton. Oh, yes. It's, it begins with... Because of an A, uh, doesn't it? X. X? X, uh, hang on. I'm just going to put in Cretaceous killer fish. <laughs> Cretaceous killer fish. <laughs> it has come up with it has as well. It? Yeah. <laughs> killer fish from Kansas. I'm hoping it's got a way. Because a lot of them sometimes have like. That play button there. It says well, it for No, you. like. Um, it's in like how to say it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. But it is Sephactinus. Sephactinus? So what? Sephactinus. Sephactinus. Yeah, something along them lines, yeah. It is fucking huge. monster. They go about 20 feet long. And it looks like a cross between a fucking tarpon and a... um, Tiger fish, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you don't know what tiger fish is, like it's a famous oh, picture of Jerry Wayne. Yeah, he's got it. It's one of the most terrifying fish you will ever see in your fucking life. I want one so bad. Oh yeah, it'd be incredible. So but cool. imagine just swimming in the water, you're tired, and that big fucker's there. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, that sh- you, you're done for. It's basically a, a piranha on steroids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. A piranha on steroids that's had veneers done. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously anyone knows what a piranha's teeth look like. Small, serrated sort of. Yeah. These things are just like, whoop. <laughs> just like. It's a fish with crocodile teeth. Yeah, it really is. It's fucking terrifying. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. But yeah, just as so we were seeing all these and everything. I figured, oh my God, I just love prehistoric creatures yeah it's something about them i don't know what it is I've, maybe it is pop culture with the likes of jurassic park and yeah that. Oh, i think that's got a massive play on it especially for me because i remember being like really little and watching like jurassic parks mm. and i was just in love in love with them like the like t-rex Velociraptors. the one thing i love as well with them is the detail they put into them mm. they it's not like they could have just turned around and been cheap oh sorry cheap and shitty and gone Oh, yeah, we found this dinosaur alive, so we bred it with this, that, and the other. Yeah, they How re- they found it, like, through the amber mines. Because, yeah. And then even that, they explained because it was the mosquitoes yeah. that got stuck in the tree sap. Do you know what I mean? They went full in depth with it. I'm yeah. like, do you know what? Fair They, they made brave. it, like, it's plausible. Yeah, yeah, They exactly. made it plausible. They made it, like, how it could actually happen. Fucking hell, that thing really plays on the mic, doesn't yeah, it? It does, doesn't it? But, um... But yeah, like I could, I remember going to the cinema. I think I've pro- I've said it probably before, but I remember going to the cinema when I watched Jurassic World mm. the first time. I nearly cried at when um, he opened the doors and it was just that music, the Jurassic yeah. Park music. Yeah. And I was like, oh my oh, god! It just, I mean, when did that come out? Twenty fourteen. I want to say 15? something like that. So I'm I'm more. Uh, I'm eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, 18, 19, maybe 20. And I can remember watching these films as a really little kid. Yeah. And then seeing that like, in the cinema, like that experience, it was like, it oh, is my, insane. It just brought so it I remember the so first, nostalgia. The first time I watched the first two 
Jurassic Parks. Yeah. I watched them on video. Yeah. That's how old they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on a cassette. Yeah, I remember <laughs> well, that. On a DVD. Even even the third one I had on D- on video. I think I'm I'm probably the same, but yeah. I, silver. It was a silver. Yeah, was a silver case. But I, to go from that to watching them mm. in the cinema, it's oh, yeah. incredible. But at the top, well, I mean, when watching the third one, and in a way, I hated the Spinosaurus. Did you? Cause, yeah, because it killed T Rex. Oh yeah, and as a kid, the yeah, he did. And I remember being a kid thinking, like, because oh, every kid who watched Jurassic Park, they loved the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the Spinosaurus just turned up and fucking bodied it. But the thing is, that like, happens, nah. other than the first two films, that happens in every film, more or less. The T-Rex gets battered. It, it, yeah, but to be fair... The Spino does him in. It, I felt like the T-Rex put up a better fight against the Indominus Rex than it did against Spinosaurus. True, but it nearly did die. It nearly, Like, yeah. if Blue didn't come in... T-Rex would have been done for. But even then, Blue didn't do a great deal, let's well, be honest. Well, no, of course he didn't. But then at the same, and then in the latest film, the Giganotus was literally about to kill it. Yeah. Then Big Bird shows up. Yeah, well, Giganotus was just fucking ultimate. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like, you've got this king of the dinosaurs. Nah, let's make him a pussy. <laughs> well, no, I'll just say, it's because what they've done, what, I think what they've done with them is to try and make people more aware of different dinosaurs were, were about. Yeah, but one thing I will give it credit with them, though, Everyone that did body the T-Rex, they used its arms to an advantage. Yeah. Because obviously the T-Rex has little stumpy arms. It yeah. can't really do fuck all with them. Mm. But the Spino could. I mean, yeah. it grabbed its neck and just yeah. broke it. You're like, Jesus. Yeah, no, nah, that was sick. But no, nah, I was very sad at that point. I was like, oh, no. Nah. It's very good. But I liked it. Because in Jurassic World, the T-Rex, what was in that, is the original, original one. Is yeah. the original one. Which is, like, me and my sister called it Big Bertha. Big Bertha. But, yeah. So, it's so, oh, so it, it, but that gave it a bit yeah. of nostalgia. Because like, oh. it's got all the scars and everything yeah. in it from the original film, from yeah, where the raptors were going at it. Yeah. Which, can I say, that ending scene, when the T-Rex grabs the raptor, yeets it into the skeleton, <laughs> yeah. and it roars just as that flag comes yeah, down, yeah, yeah. the dinosaur. That, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Fucking beautiful, mate. No, that, that made it. That didn't... Yeah, Ooh. you're just like, cool. But then at the same time, right, the only problem I have with them films... Mm. is some of the stupid spots for argument's sake when that happens because obviously just before the the T-Rex comes in the raptors are about to kill them because they're all huddled up aren't they how did no one hear or see that big fucker coming in stealthy and the same in the third one you know when they meet each other at the big gate and then they hear the phone ringing from the Spinosaurus's belly and they turn around it's just standing there how did you not see or hear that big fucker coming stealthy (laughs) he's just like Oh, where'd you get there? <laughs> You'd hear that fucker coming from a mile off. The T-Rex, I understand more because it was always there. Dumb. 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 Yeah. He used to make the, made the water. Yeah. Spinosaurus, I could kind of get because it was because it's more sleeker. Mm. It made it more like stealthy and agile. Yeah. Whereas the T-Rex is a big But at the, at the very least, you would have seen it. The people on this side of the fence, the yeah, trees but, are there. You would have seen that. But thing. the thing is, if... If put yourself in their shoes in a way, you ain't gonna hear nothing behind you when you see like that gate mm. and like and they saw the kid like their kid. Yeah, you you don't think of anything else. You think, oh my god, that's yeah, it. Your, your mind is just focused. And but then all of a sudden, then 
but then like you're the Hogan and everything, and it's then you hear the phone, the phone. And, 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 <laughs> just like you get like snapped back into reality. <laughs> like, oh fuck yeah, I remember where I am now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh god. Oh, <laughs> but then again, they justified it though when they got through the gate and you see the Spinosaurus walk off and they think, oh for sake, yeah, it just comes yeah, smashing yeah. through the gate. You're like. For fuck's sake! Can I have a minute? <laughs> <laughs> then they think they sail on the boat, and also you just see the fucking thing come up. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh yeah, that's it. it was a Donny. The one thing I'm so pissed off about, it should have been in the latest one. Yeah, they should. They was gonna bring it back. It was gonna be Rex, the Spino, against the Giga. Yeah, and then they changed it and added the fe- uh, Ferrazinosaurus. Yeah, that yeah. was only going to be. Are you seeing the new one? No, I haven't. Not yet. Well, no. there's a bit where Claire's basically got because the Ferrazinosaurus is blind. Yeah, but obviously it's extremely territorial, and there's. <laughs> I pissed myself laughing at the cinema because it's just a deer eating there, and the Ferrazinosaurus just comes on and just goes, "Fuck the deer!" <laughs> <laughs> she just looks at it, back, pimp slaps the fucker. So Claire has to hide like in the swamp. Oh yeah, don't it like it? And it's literally just right above her. Yeah, but obviously it can't see it because it's blind. And that was only meant to be. That was going to be the only scene where it was in. Right. And then Spinosaurus and the um, Rex at the end were yeah. going to fight the Giga, but they changed it for that thing. Right, right. Which I'm fucking fuming about. Don't get me wrong, the Ferrazinosaurus is cool. Yeah. But it's had its moment. Yeah. Bring Spino back. Yeah, oh, no, so I know. Everyone was, wanted bring Spino I, back. I was surprised that they didn't bring Spinosaurus in any of them. Really, no, did it? Because even if it came in, in like in the first one, say when it like fought the Indominus, yeah. Because you'd have thought like they they said yeah it was part Rex part Raptor and everything like that, but everyone knows that the Spino bodied the Rex. Yeah, you'd so have thought they'd have brought that in. It, it yeah, especially if it is predominantly Rex. Yeah, you think what can beat that? Aha! <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah, yeah it's, that's There's right. So many opportunities to bring that they, fucker in. Didn't they um model the Indominus Rex off the Giganotosaurus? I think they did, yeah. Yeah. I think that thing has got, obviously, well, the main ones we know are the Rex and the Raptor. Yeah. I think it's got pretty much a majority of the carnivores But what I mean in. is, it's like, because they w- wanted it to be, like, part Rex, part Raptor, but they, they thought, what, how are we going to make it look a bit more different to a mm. Rex? You know what I mean? So I think, didn't they model it off the Giganotosaurus? Yeah, I think they did. But then brought the Giganotosaurus in there anyway. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people didn't like Fallen Kingdom. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I didn't. The thing, the bit I really did like, is the um bit where they're coming off the island and that. Brachiosaurus oh, that is sad. Red. That is proper. That sad. is sad. That is proper sad. I remember I like nearly crying at that. Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm, and I, I'm, I'm like, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. The, the it, 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 <laughs> it waited for him. It wanted. It. <laughs> it. The idea was there for Falling Kingdom. Mm. I liked the fact that they basically shrunk the Rex and made the Indoraptor for a oh, weapon. Yeah, that looks sick. I liked the whole idea of they were saving them, but in reality, they were going to sell them. Mm. The one thing that proper threw me off edge was when they fucking cloned that little girl. Yeah, yeah, When they yeah. turns out she was... I'm like, what? Yeah, Are no, you taking the that piss? That was unnecessary. Yeah, you're like, come on. That was very unnecessary. Why couldn't she just be his granddaughter? Yeah. Done. Job done. What I did, what the you gotta admit, the best bit of that film is because he had that bastard who used to take the teeth out. Yeah, and he's in that, and he gets in that cage with the Indoraptor. Yes, and it wag, and like he's looking at it, and about to take his tooth, and then the tail wags, wags. and he looks behind, and you see it smile, smile like I'm like, and I was like, honestly, I was like, 
Oh. <laughs> I've got that's you, probably you like bastard. a clever girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, the original. That will still be the best line in the whole film. Yeah, in any one of them, yeah. I think. Just clever girl. Clever girl. Because <laughs> you know, for a fact, he's thinking, "Fuck, bastard." <laughs> yeah. The fact that other one is just standing there, though, yeah. like, just goes along with it. Just <laughs> it's like that. Rap, he's thinking he's got a gun at him, but that raptor's thinking, "You're fucked, mate." Yeah. <laughs> any minute now. <laughs> Any minute now. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I've got this fucking gun on me. Hurry up, hurry up. There we go. Bang. Job done. Oh, no, that was But it, even he, the way he bigs up the raptors. Yeah. Where he's saying, what's he says? Oh, where he's like, um, I've hunted most things that can hunt you, but the way that these things move. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, that's so what, good. I think that's what I like, mate, because I think... Everyone's heard of T-Rexes mm-hmm. from, like, King Kong and stuff like that. Even Godzilla. Yeah. You know what a T-Rex is. And I think, like, how they brought in the Velociraptors as, like, these proper... Like, you think a T-Rex is bad. These things are fucking... Arseholes. They're, 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 they're predatory like a T-Rex, but they're fucking clever with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're pack hunters. They're clever with it. And I think that just gave that, that bit of... Like like a realism kind of thing. Yeah. And it's made it like, fucking hell, I've got, I'm think, pleased they're not about. Yeah. And the fact as well that you didn't see him really till the end. No, yeah, yeah. You literally just see him drop the cow in. Yeah. Them all going to a frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't actually see them. No. And because it's at the start, right at the very start as well, because you see the eye, like the bit of the face, because it drags... Oh, yes, Because yes. they got on that thing and it drops yes. and mate gets dragged in. Yeah. And they're like, shoot her, yeah. shoot But her. even the little things that made it even more villainous, where there was like, um, what is it? It's like they're extremely intelligent, especially the big one. Mm. And it was when we bred eight originally, but when she came in, she killed all but two of the others. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just even that, you think, fucking hell. Yeah. Because that is, in reality, like, especially in pack animals, mm. they do do that. Yeah, yeah. One will yeah, take yeah, over as alpha and it will keep the strongest fuckers it can mm. and be like, right, you lot of bitches, let's either kill you or we fuck you off. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah, it's, it's like that whole... Like, like a dictatorship. Like, if yeah. you don't like my rule, fuck, fuck off, off or I'm going to eat you. Which is what they did. What they did. Yeah, what they did. And it does happen It, and it does happen nowadays now. with the likes of orcas. Yeah. They are basically land orcas. In a way, yeah. Vicious assholes, but clever as anything. Or, I don't know, I, don't, I think Connor would disagree about being assholes. They are... They are assholes. Don't get me wrong. Right, I love them the bits. <laughs> but anyone can agree, the way they act is intelligent... But they are wankers. Not all of them, mate. They're all different. Each pod is different. All right. Well, with this one specific pod, then, they're a bunch of wankers. It's always that video I see is when they just, when he, like, tail whips the, the stingray. Yeah. For no reason. Exactly. Point proven. <laughs> they Homicidal sea pandas. That's what they are. <laughs> they are assholes. Amazing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Amazing. Mm. And it's sad what's happening to them. Yeah, it is. But what, what, just in wild aspect, mm. fucking you know, hell, if I was a sea-dwelling animal, yeah. you'd be like, oh, just fuck off. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you've got no hope. No, you and haven't. That, that's what makes them such perfect apex predators. Yeah, exactly. Because like, even with like great weights, you know, I'm a shark man. Yeah. I'm all, I'll always be a shark man. Because it's always that thing, you either love sharks or you love killer whales. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've always been a shark man. But even, even then, like the killer whale, because... They're just so perfect. Mm-hmm. They're so naturally perfect, like in the way of how they hunt. 
they're so proficient. Yeah. They're like being being a massive pod like as they are, like pack hunter. That no other animal, like sea creature, has got any chance Anything against on them. them. Nah. Not one not one bit. And it, it and it is so fascinating. It really is. And even we said this on the Megalodon episode. Like I truly believe orcas had a big part in the extinction of Megalodon. Yeah, I agree. Even though people st- seem to think Megalodon is still about, which in a way I hope there is. Yeah. That'd be a buzz, because I love sharks. I just can't say it, personally see it, and I think the orcas had a, had a part Major. That. Because the way it, like, we, we said it before on, on the Megalodon, but the, meg- the adults would eat the young, so mm-hmm. they had to stay in the shallows. And in the shallows were great weights and orcas. Yeah. So they'd eat the fucking young men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the poor fuckers didn't have a chance they didn't wherever. Have a, no. They, didn't they have had a to, like, develop legs. Yeah, so That's somehow. the only way they could survive. Yeah, yeah and I, I, they just they just starved out. Yeah, They exactly. starved out or murdered, so. But, yeah, they made a rod for their own back in a way. Mm-hmm. But, um, and with dragons, like, because as much as these stories were entertaining, they're bollocks. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest, they're... They're bollocks, and I'd like to say I'd love if dragons were real. Yeah. Do I think they were real in some aspects? Yes. But nothing like. Not like what a, we. No, not we depict. Not we depict. I think there could be could have been something, what's been hunted down to extinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. It could be, but I don't think it is a fire-breathing, four-legged, Big winged creature. That control no. that has a voice of Sean Connery. <laughs> Even though that'd be sick. But um that's why like I've brought it on to more like with dinosaurs because we know from skeletal remains they did exist. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time We know next to nothing about them. No, because they could have looked completely different. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what skeletons you get, unless it's an animal that's alive today, they could have looked com- completely different. Yeah, we exactly. don't we're not a hundred percent sure. Even you could go even beyond that. You'd know what it looked like today, but that if it was alive today, that doesn't mean that it necessarily acted the same way as it did back then. No, because it'd have to adapt to its surroundings and everything. Yeah, because let's frankly say it was around thousands, millions of years ago, whatever. Mm. There was obviously no people or anything, mm. so through evolution, it would have gone down, and then this little one would have looked around, not having a clue what a person looks like or anything, and be like, yeah. "What the fuck is all this shit?" Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. So it, it they they'd have had to have either adapted quick or they'd have died anyway. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'll just say because they say with the UK, like when you think of dinosaurs, you think T Rex, Velociraptor, you think of them. But British had cool dinosaurs too. Yeah, like, boy, we had the iguanodon. Yeah, that basically stuck its thumb up all the time. <laughs> I love them donnies. Yeah, because yeah, they were known to having these two like they're. They didn't have opposable thumbs like people, but they had thumbs sticking out, which was a defense mechanism. Because mm-hmm. they were pointed, say a Baryonyx or a Megalosaurus or a Symbospond. No, not Symbospond. You strip. You strip. You strip those You strip Sorry, which were meat-eating dinosaurs. Went to attack it. They used to use the thumbs, stick, jab him in the fucking neck, and pretty much that was their defense mechanism. Yeah. Like a Stegosaurus with a spiky tail. Triceratops with, with his horned, horned face and Kylosaurus with his club tail. You know, it was just a defense mechanism. Yeah. And that's what makes them so much cooler than today's animals. Yeah. They had weapons. Yeah, exactly. 
right. they were armed. Yeah, like we have rhinos. They've got a fucking. They got a point. They look cool. Elephants have tusks. They look cool. But when you look at like fucking deer, deer. they got they got antlers. Yeah, but they, no, they don't, don't use them. They don't do fuck all. That's why they're bloody quick. Yeah, it's too because because they've evolved to be able to outrun the fuckers. Exactly. Even though nine times out of ten they never do. Mm. <laughs> well, no, because then you had like th- you had me. It's like Gallimimus, which was more of an um, omnivore. Mm. But you had you know like, and, and and different type of raptors. They were quick. Yeah, incredibly quick. So dinosaurs are just better in every way. Oh yeah, <laughs> just <like> every animal <laughs> alive now and replace it with a, just a different species of dinosaur. Hundred percent. But they. Like, because they say, because when we think of dinosaurs, they, they're all reptiles. Mm-hmm. There were still mammals there. There were still fish. Well, you yeah. Know, but well, not, eat, well, not birds, because birds came from reptiles. Mm. But like... Well, the flyers, though. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, pterosaurs. You had Pteranodon. You had uh, Dimorphodon. Yeah. Um, Quetzalcoatlus. 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 Big bird. That was the largest one. Yeah. Yeah. But they, but even they're sick. Yeah, they look sick, and um, and like even the crocodiles, they had like sarcosuchus, yeah. which was massive. Big. Basically, you could near on fit an, an American alligator in a sarcosuchus's mouth. Yeah. They were that fucking big. They were massive. <laughs> Dinosuchus. Yeah. You had caprosuchus, what could run as fast as what dinosaurs can. They were four. They were uh, nickname was the boar crocodile because they had like tusk teeth. Mm. They could run like fuck because they're on Ark as well. Are they? I really need to play Ark. Well, yeah. If any of our listeners or viewers actually play Ark, let us know what it's like because I'd like. I wouldn't mind playing it. Cause no, it's got, it's got di- oh, it's got dinosaurs in, so it's sick. Build our own hut and hunt dinosaurs. I just want to do that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, if there was if there was a switch. Like, bring back dinosaurs, but life will be different as we know. I'll press that button. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Because I could, I could easily live in my truck. Yeah. And just hunt dinosaurs. <laughs> Travel the world and hunt dinosaurs. That'd be unreal. Not so I'd kill them. Just, like, track them. Yeah. Track, you know what I mean? Tag them and stuff like that. Oh, mate, what a buzz. <laughs> oh. Might give me an idea for for a story. Oh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I'm I'm nearly, nearly done here. Yeah, to be fair, like I think that's got quite. That well. has that's been really good. Let's like, say so I know we got like rope mad into dinosaurs, but let's like, say with dragon, like they're these, the closest thing to them that actually yeah. we know for a hundred percent fact mm. existed, and it is it's the most pros- probable cause where dragons come from yeah it's from it fossils is. of dinosaurs what people didn't understand yeah absolutely and they made out like there were these fearsome beasts what are alive mm-hmm. and people have killed them yeah because they didn't know how to read and age bones and stuff like that so yeah exactly but no but yeah if you, if you want look up baryonyx because uh, he's my boy he is a big old boy he's a big old boy but um so josh what we got next week next week uh, we're going back to what I said we was going to do when we've done the Halloween episode, which mm. is the suspicious death surrounding the former MI6 agent called Gareth Williams. Mm. Um, I won't go obviously too into in detail about it because that's obviously for next week's episode, but basically he was an MI6 agent. He was... Um, I think he was... Obviously, we don't know exactly because it's MI6, mm. so no one's going to know exactly what he was looking at, but a load of theories are saying that he was... Um, 
starting to unearth all these um, financial um, what's the word issues, basically, I say, surrounding Russia and the UK. Mm. And next thing you know, he was found dead in a suitcase that had been padlocked in a bathtub in his flat. Oh, and yeah. it's been proven they've tried countless methods and everything. He couldn't have done that alone. <laughs> so it's a case of how did he die sort of thing. So we'll be going into detail on that. Mm-hmm. We Certain things I've got to try and tread carefully because it, didn't, it only happened in 2010. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite so recent. It's 12, quite recent. 12 years ago. Yeah, exactly. So it's, that is tragic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so obviously I've got to be a bit careful on what I do say and don't say. Yeah. But it, it's, for lack of a better word, it is an interesting story yeah. and it's UK based and it is kind of a conspiracy I suppose I'd in a say roundabout so. Yeah, sort of yeah, way. Yeah, I'd say so. so of course I'm going to cover it mm. and also I'd like to say because we recorded this on the 11th day of the 11th month mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has actually gone out and risked their lives to keeping us safe mm-hmm. and like for, for me and you like, to do this podcast do this. and we will never forget those who've actually ri- laid down their lives for protecting us and we thank we yeah. like to thank you all like I say it's a shame actually because if I would have wore a poppy yeah I mine's on my high vis jacket because I wore it to work with pride with proudness because you can't comprehend what them people have, what they had to go through nah that you, s- you see it on programs and films and TV shows but it's nothing compared to what it's been like no. in real life no and so many people say like because my great granddad he was in the second world war mm-hmm. and everything like that and and I spoke to people before about like their grandparents, great grandparents, or whatever. They never spoke about it. No, they could. They couldn't speak about it because it it was so traumatic. Traumatic, yeah. And with that, it's just, and people are doing it today. Like what's happening in, U- in Ukraine? Uh, exactly. What's happening like with Iraq, S- Syria, and places in Afghanistan and stuff like that? Like people have, gone, have actually gone out there and lost limbs, lost their lives, and left families at home broken. But they've done it so selflessly. Yeah. And you for can't... For the good, not of just their country, but for basically the good of the human race. Yeah. And you, you can't comprehend like that the bravery that they actually have to show to go and do that. Especially with the likes, not taking obviously away anything that's happening nowadays, but especially back then during World War One and Two, Because they were so young. Yeah. It's yeah. literally, what was it, 16 onwards? Oh, man. When um in year 10, so that was 2010, uh, I, I actually had the pleasure, I'd say, of going to do the France-Belgium tour of like, World War One, like the different yeah. memorials of like the Battle of the Somme and stuff. And some of the scenes, like I can't, I, I can't for the life remember think of where it was. If someone who went with me, I, I, please let me know. But um, it was one. It was just we we got there off the bus and everything. Being kids and everything, you're fucking about a bit. Yeah, of course. Sure. And they said, and there was this big memorial like, up these steps, and they were like, "Yeah, go on, go and have a look." And we're walking up there, you know, chatting away, chatting away, and that. And then all of a sudden, you like see this more, and then you look over, and it was like this field of white where all these gravestones oh, yeah. were. There was ten thousand gravestones there. Fucking hell! And we like they said, like, go and have a look. You never know; you might have a family member who's there. So we start walking around, and out of the ten thousand, two thirds of them were unknown. And then the people that were known, like some of them were like 15, 16 I mean. years old. And especially like with World War One, like a lot of people, like when you, because like I grew up in a village, 
a lot of the boys there never left the village, mm-hmm. everything like that, and then they were taken from their homes pretty much, take, put on a boat to go and fight this war. They, they, that they never asked for. They never asked for it, but they done it for king and country. That's what I mean. And they, you can't comprehend that bravery. No. Like it don't that exist. Fear. Nowadays. It just don't exist now. No. And that fear of like you're you're getting taken, like you're going away, and there's a very high chance you're not coming home. No. And if you do, sad reality it is the majority of them weren't coming back the way they left. No. Shell shock. Injuries, the yeah. works. It's just fucking... So, yeah, like I said, massive thank you to everyone that is yeah. fighting still. Yeah. And... What's the saying? Lest we forget. That's the one. Lest we forget. So, yeah. So, as long as everyone... Like, when you, if you're listening to this, please, like, just... Have, you don't have to spare too long on it, but just spare a thought for them who have gone out and died, because mm-hmm. we wouldn't be where we are if it weren't for these people. Definitely not. Definitely These not. brave women, men, women, and children. <laughs> so, you know, it's what I mean? so fucked. It's brave what these brave people have done for us. Don't ever, still don't ever forget it. Don't ever forget it. No, because they they didn't know us, but they've done it for us. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you. On a lighter note, <laughs> cool. I went deep then. I, I did, but <laughs> need saying. It does you know what I mean? Same. You can follow us on Facebook. I'm missing mysteries in black and white. You can follow us on Instagram, Mr. Mysteries underscore. You can uh, email us at Mr. Mysteries at Outlook.com. Getting fucking good at that. You can subscribe to us and actually watch us. Hello. Look at our mugs. Hey, boys. What you say, boys? On our YouTube channel, which is just Mr. Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to us, uh, Josh. Spotify, Podbean, Amazon. Podchaser, Player FM, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. Yeah. So, fucking listen to us. Yeah. And if not, watch us. Yeah. <laughs> and, like we say every time, if you enjoy us, mention us to your family, your friends, or anyone your who cat, you know. Your dog, your fish, anyone. Anyone. And subscribe to us. It'd be a great, massive help. We love doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, last week, we have been having that, like, really shit week. That's gave me a right kick up the arse. Like, you could, I think you could tell on this episode. Like, I've put in a lot more effort. Yeah, with, with my notes and everything. Yeah, and I want to do well. With, yeah, with what we're doing, you know what I mean. So um, we are def. I know we keep saying it, but we're trying so hard to get some investigations. Yeah, started. and we will get there. It it it's it's looking unlikely. It's going to be this, this year. year. It but um, next year it's happening. Yeah, it's Promise. definitely happening. Promise. So. Yeah, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed it. Oh, I thoroughly have. Yeah. <laughs> too much, it's all about the two favourite things, dragons and dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, what's there it. not to like? Exactly. <laughs> you don't like dragons and dinosaurs, get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next time on Mr. Mysteries in Black and White. See ya. Bye.